April 22nd, May 13th, June 3rd, June 24th. These dates ringing any bells? Well, they might if you're an Ontario angler because these dates are all the different fishy openers we have across the province. Of course, these dates may vary depending on where you are in the province, but here in Southern Ontario, these dates are celebrated across all tying tables. With these dates fast approaching, Drift Outfitters and Fly Shop in downtown Toronto is the place to go to get ready for trout, walleye, pike, muskie, bass of the small and largemouth variety. Yes, Drift Outfitters has you totally covered for all your upcoming fishing needs. Stop by the store to chat with the experts themselves and learn how to catch the fish you're after. Or shop online at driftoutfitters.com and enjoy coast-to-coast-to-coast -to -coast -to -coast shipping on all the best products. Find them at 199 Queen Street East in Toronto or online at driftoutfitters.com. Hey, and one more thing to call out before we start the show. Um... We, along with Drift Outfitters and uh, Esnagami uh, Lodge, uh, we are hosting the F3T in Toronto on October 22nd. So uh, tickets are for sale right now on uh, Drift Outfitters' website. Um, so go get your tickets. Come on down October 22nd. We're going to be doing the uh, the F3T here in Toronto. Um, all the details are going to be at SoFly.ca. Uh, but, of course, uh, it's going to be a great day of just fly fishing fun, checking out some films, hanging out. Um, and, uh, and yeah, we're going to have lots of prize to give away and, and all kinds of fun stuff going on. So head to the Drift Outfitters website and, uh, and get your tickets, um, October 22nd, F3T. It's going to be awesome. Hello and welcome to another episode of SoFly. It is, uh, well, it's August, but this show is, of course, coming out in September. Uh, we're very excited to be recording another episode. My name is Mitch, and of course, we've got Aldo. Hey, everybody. And we don't have Yilma uh, again for this one, but that's because he's at his nephew's birthday party? I think that's it, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Family know. first, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, yeah, we miss you, Yilma. Of course, uh, on the last show, you had a migraine. I don't know what's going on. Uh, maybe you're almost just quitting, and this is how we find out. <laughs> we'll miss you. Uh, but anyways, we're very excited to be recording another show, um, and uh, and with a guest that we've wanted to have on for a little while now, so uh, it's going to be a good chat today. Uh, Bill Spicer has been fishing for more than 50 years. Uh, he discovered fly fishing 35 years ago and has never looked back. Uh, Bill is an accomplished fly tire, author, guide, lecturer, and teacher, and is an FFF certified master fly casting instructor. Of course, most all of you listening probably will know bill as a host of the new fly fisher television show uh, i for one and i know aldo too has spent countless mornings as a young and watching the show and watching bill chase fish all over the place including our home province which has been really special uh, and even to this day of course we follow along with all the adventures of the cruise over the new fly fisher bill is also a regular writing contributor to numerous magazines with his casting articles he's a passionate angler and a fixture on most area streams and symposiums lecturing he's got a great love for casting and would sometimes rather teach than fish uh, Bill's easygoing nature and his ways of making his students understand uh, has given him a reputation as a teacher's teacher. He's extensively fished from Ungafa Bay in northern Canada, the southern tip of Chile, uh, but his love of stocking trout and cold water streams right here in southern Ontario and, of course, the eastern United States are uh, his faves and his specialty is migratory steelhead. Today, though, he is on SoFly. Bill, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here, yeah. man. Yeah, it's oh, a yeah, long time coming. This is an honor. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 
Well, don't 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 swallow my head. No. <laughs> no. My neck's not my neck's not big enough to hold it anymore. <laughs> no, man. I mean, it's true though. Like, yeah, we you know, although like before we obviously started recording, we were just chatting briefly about how you know we watched the new fly fisher and watched you fish uh, all the time, and it inspired us to to do this podcast and you know make stuff around fly fishing as well, and and just talk about local fishing. So so yeah, we we got nothing but love, you know, for all that oh, you've done. Oh, great, yeah. great. Well, we, we're, we're lucky to live in the province we do because we have a lot of fishing in this province. Yeah. And it's just not in southern Ontario, northern Ontario, northwestern Ontario. Mm-hmm. It's outstanding up there. Yeah. Just outstanding. Yeah, it really is. And it's so fun to... Well, I mean, we just recently, like over the last few years doing this podcast, have discovered that there's like such a vast range of places to go in the province. Like, of course, southern Ontario has been awesome. We're from Ottawa. That was awesome. But then... You know, when you get up north or like you're saying, like towards Algoma, like it's like it's a totally different bag of beans, you know? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, you got you got bass fishing that will knock you out up there. We call it Trophy Alley. Uh, it goes from Spanish over to Thessalon. Yep. And mm-hmm. smallmouth is crazy big there. And above Highway 17, there's no closed season. Right on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So you can fish it right from ice out, which yeah. is fantastic when you see the giant fish cruising around yep. and eating. Totally. So that's totally. kind of cool. Yeah. Right. Uh, probably my favorite spot in in Ontario is uh, Sault Ste. Marie and the Rapids. Yeah. St. Mary's. Nice. It's got everything. It's got it's good. everything. Dang. We're, Any given time of year. We're only a couple minutes in the show. We've already got one of your favorites, which is a uh, favorites are uh, a favorite of ours. The show we love asking people's <laughs> favorites. So we definitely want to talk more about Sault Ste. Marie, but, or yeah, but the St. Mary's Rapids. But uh, I guess first and foremost, where are you calling it from? Are you, are you here in Southern Ontario? I live in Hamilton. I'm oh, nice. born and bred in East Hamilton. Just uh, developed a real love for fishing uh, through my best friend. Uh, his name is Howie McIntyre. He lives in Alberta now, but uh, him and I fished from when we were teenagers, and and it just it took off for me like crazy. Mm-hmm. I just uh, I, I was a nuisance to most people because all my conversations were revolved around <laughs> fishing. So. What age did you start like fishing at with Howie? I was I was a late bloomer. I didn't start until I was eighteen. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I was too involved in girls and cars back then. So. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, when I picked up a fishing rod, and, and I can still remember the first big fish I ever hooked was on the Big Head River in Meaford. Oh, no. Right way. on. And it's one of my, my favorite rivers. My buddy was beside me, Howie was beside me. I hooked this fish and went straight in the air. It was about a 10 pound uh, steelhead. Yeah. Straight in my hook out. Because I knew at that time nothing about drag systems or anything like that. I had it touch, you know, tightened right down. And so, uh, yeah. you know, but my my friend Howie says to me, he says, Bill, you should see the look on your face now. Because my <laughs> mouth was open. I was white as a sheet. And I, and I went, I've got to feel that again. I've got to feel that again. You just hooked right and away. And I just went to town. And then back then we didn't have the internet. So I approached about everybody that was doing better than me on the river. Yeah. And, you you know, out of all those people, I think I had one person ever not want to give me information. Everybody else this, was willing yeah, to. Here, yeah. yeah, try this, try this. Yeah. You know, and uh, when I when I picked up fly fishing, I was on the Big Head River again. Yeah. I seen right a on. guy just killing the steelhead with flies. And I said, what are you doing different? And yeah. he showed me prince nymphs. I had no idea what they were. 
He gave me three of them. My first fish was a 12 pounder. My second fish was a 14 pounder. And the third fish was an eight pounder. Uh, I lost all three flies, so I went to Canadian <laughs> Tire. Hey, I went to Canadian Tire. Special shout And I out. bought all the flies that had white wings because that's all I saw in that those prints. Yeah, they were dry flies, but I put them under an indicator. I started hitting fish. Yeah, so that <laughs> was awesome. the beginning. <laughs> bumblebee patterns all over the that's, place. Canadian awesome. Tire bumblebee patterns. Yeah, <laughs> I love that you brought up the big head. I mean, that's that's definitely been my you know, um, let's say river of late. Does that make any sense? That's where, that's where <laughs> it's I just, started fishing all together. Yeah. It's a cool oh, place. It's a, cool it's a place. really cool place. I, yeah. I, I, I really love the Beaver Valley um, yeah. and and, and that area so in general. Nice around there, you know? yeah. It's so beautiful around there. Yeah. And you're right. The fishing is just, it can be really bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. If you get enough rain up there, it's, it's, it's like in southern Ontario, we have Brawny Creek, which, no, I mean, right. you know, it's, it, it's a trickle mm-hmm. most summers. But if you get an, enough rain in the spring, or in the fall, it fills up with steelhead. Yeah, 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 for but sure. But you got to have enough rain. You got to have the rain. Yeah, you I mean, that's Southern Ontario is very much guided by the. I mean, what fishing fishery is, yeah. I suppose. But yeah. okay, so you started fly fishing in just, I guess, like uh, like around late high school, I suppose, right? Eighteen. Uh, uh, well, I started fishing. I, I started fly fishing thirty five years ago. What does that make it about eighty six right. or eighty seven okay. around there? Okay, and it was because of I, I it was because of Howie. Howie got you into it. He's still like Howie hanging got out me with Howie. Fishing. Yeah. Another friend of mine. Uh, you might have heard of him, uh, Rick Warwood. Started oh yeah. Yep. Fly fishing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Rick, Ricky and I worked <laughs> together for almost thirty-five years. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Oh wow. And uh, we we fished a lot together. A lot. Do you still keep in touch with Howie? Yes. Yes. I talk to him uh, about once a month because he's he's out in there. Alberta. He's he's, he's the type of guy that. Uh, uh, he wants to stay busy. He's been retired, and I said, you'll never retire. So what he does is in his neighborhood, anybody needs anything fixing, they, they, they just supply the material, he'll fix it. won't charge him nothing. Oh, that's awesome. He's a great guy. He's just a great guy. <laughs> yeah, it sounds and, like a good uh, sounds a like great good fisherman, and that's who I went in line with first. And we cool. went for years up to Meaford every spring and fall. That's cool. That's cool. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I always think um, about like old fishing friends, you know, like yeah. if you keep in touch because it's, <laughs> they're kind of different friendships, you know, like they're, yeah, uh, well, you think about them forever, you know. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I fish that. with anybody that I used to fish with in high school, but that's probably because I just don't live in <laughs> Ottawa anymore. Yeah, have to so do. was that, were those steelhead on the Prince Nymphs your first fish on the fly? Yes, absolutely. Pretty- Pretty cool. First fish, yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool first he fish. Told me, he showed me how to how to how to hook them up, and and I used to uh, float at that time. But then I went over to an indicator and an actual fly rod. After that, I had a float rod at the time. I was one okay. of the mm. first in Ontario to have float rod, thirteen yeah. foot float rod, and uh, and and a single action reel. So is uh, that when okay. float fishing was kind of like starting? Just starting. You know, well, we actually started with small uh, spinning reels on on a float rod. And right, had like two right. pound test, and you would hook up a lot, but you wouldn't land too many. But you'd hook up a lot because yeah. the you know, steelhead are notoriously uh, leader shy. So right, you know, yeah. that's the way we handled it. Now yeah. with fluorocarbon, you don't need to do that. Yeah, yeah, the techs come a yeah, long way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, a long way. Okay, so then after that, well, how, um, quickly you just like, oh, sorry, how did garbage. you meet Rick Warwood? How did that I, I, start? We, we, we worked together. I, I've oh, known cool. him since 1977 or 78. Okay, That's right when on. we started working together. And 
we always hung out and he was first when i first met him he was really into duck hunting yeah and a uh, bit of a wild man when i met him and uh, <laughs> then he discovered fly fishing and we used to have lunch together at work and he'd say bill you gotta try this because i yeah. knew i was crazy about fishing so i tried it and uh he gets it. credit for me starting fly fishing <laughs> I mean, probably okay. a lot of people like Rick's, you know, I used to see his flies and fly fusion and, yeah. you know, see him casting at the spay clays yeah. and stuff like, yeah, he, uh, yeah. he is a fine, fine flying tiger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For real. Sorry. Aldo, what were we going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, so from, from that steelhead, I mean, obviously you were hooked because how could you not yeah. be after a 12, 14 and eight pound steelhead? <laughs> yeah. Yes. What, uh, what was the path after that? Did you get a fly rod and just start? Yeah, Going I crazy? got a fly rod, and uh, and I used to go to Meaford with it. And I was the only uh, one that uh, that had one at the time until uh, I don't know if you ever introduced him or not, John Volk. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. I ran into him up in Meaford. He come up to me because I was the only one besides him with a fly rod. Right. And that's mm-hmm. when he told me he was going to open up his shop and everything like yep. that. And that's how I got to meet John. And I I, I used to a fixture at his shop yeah we still haven't had we haven't had john on the show but we've heard so much about just his his legend uh, yeah yeah i I can put you in touch yeah that'd be great yeah like i I know he guides off like in that area and uh yeah i've just heard so much about him well he he guides full time yeah Yeah. but you know you can you could find a a a night like this and you you make time for it yeah okay awesome be awesome okay so okay so you got into fly fishing you just it just kind of hooked you um where where did you go from there in terms of I guess what were you doing for work and then how did the new fly fisher kind of become part of your life? Well, I was I was I I'm not a higher higher educated man, so I had a good job in the steel industry, yeah. and I knew I had a good job, yeah. and I stayed long enough for my uh, pension. I retired at fifty five, nice. and uh, nice. with a full pension. That's awesome. So I was smart enough to stay like that. Yeah. Um, and this place I, w- I worked at had really, really good benefits along with, uh, with, the uh, time off. Yep. So I had seven weeks off when, by the time I left there, I had seven weeks a year holidays. And my wife would say to me, give me two weeks <laughs> as a family vacation. Yeah, right on. The rest you can do what you want. Yep. So I'd take that five weeks and Colin and I would travel. Yeah. I remember I went to Newfoundland and Labrador seven weeks in a row. Okay. Yeah. That's wow. pretty rad. And, yeah. But how'd you meet Collins? Yeah. So Collins from Ottawa, right? How'd you guys link oh, up? Yeah. And it goes through my wife again. My wife worked for Wilson's at the time in Toronto. Oh, okay. And Colin had heard about me because Rick and I were doing the circuit around doing shows and casting demos okay. and teaching how to, how to fly cast yeah. and that. And he had heard about me and, and wanted to get in touch about doing a show. Yeah. So he called up Wilson's and said, do you know this guy? And she goes, yeah, I kind of know him. <laughs> He's my husband. <laughs> that's awesome. And that's how I met him. And, and I, I I did a show. I did a steelhead show with him. And then I did a, a couple's show, a husband and wife show. Yep. Yep. And then uh, he, he, he seen that... Um, I've always been comfortable talking in front of people and that I, I have no qualms yeah. as long as I know what I'm talking yeah. about. Like when I get up, when I, when I get up and talk about fishing in a lecture or anything, like I'm just, I'm just shooting the breeze. That's all I'm doing. Yeah. I got nothing written down <laughs> Yeah, yeah. because you know I'm it. sure of what I'm talking about. I've done it long. Totally. 
So um, he, he, he saw that I was, I was comfortable in front of the camera and that. He says, do you want to try one, Bill? And I said, yeah. He says, what do you want to do? And I said, well, we're about a week or two away from the first salmon runs on the, on, on the credit. Yeah. So he sent a camera down, cameraman down and we timed it perfect. Two days after a rain, an unbelievably big run come in. <laughs> And I swung flies for, for Chinooks, and then I caught a 35-pounder on an indicator and, and a nymph. That's <laughs> so sick. And, and, That's crazy. And, and just grew from there. And he said, uh, he, he took me and, and um, uh, Ian James on oh, yeah. at first. You know, Ian couldn't give him the time that I could because Ian, Ian was making his, his living at guiding and his art yep. and just didn't have the time. And, yep. But I did. So I, I just stayed with it. That's cool. And we, uh, we, Colin and I started doing the show together, and then it went to 26 weeks. And my God, it was, it was hard at first. <laughs> right. And Phil Rowley come on with this. Yep. Mm-hmm. Brian Chan came mm-hmm. on with this. Yeah. You know, and uh, it, it got easier then. Yep. But as I've got older, it's getting a little harder. So that's why you see newer hosts now because yep. my legs are getting old and yep. and they got young legs and can mm-hmm. run up mountains now. <laughs> so you and you and uh, Colin like hit it off pretty much right away. Like I mean, Colin's such oh, a yeah. he's such a likable yeah. guy. Like you know, when we yeah. met him in Timmins. It was like we were like, Colin's yeah. awesome. Like we didn't we didn't know because we didn't know him personally. And then we hung out and we're like, this guy's the he's so fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. When I when I met him, he was still in the Navy. Right. right. Uh, uh, he was lieutenant commander, I think. Jeez, yeah, wow. Which, if, if it was, if it was in the army, equal to uh, one-star general, or damn, yeah, damn. that's uh, he had a high, quite a high rank. It's badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was in um, Cambodia. Wow. Yeah, he went over there, seen a lot of bad stuff. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and pretty. If you wild. don't call him, that kind of stuff stayed with him for the longest time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. He spoke about that on our podcast. About, yeah, he, you know, fly uh, fishing. You know, finding peace through fly fishing. Yeah, you know? yeah totally. Yeah. Absolutely. That's that's it. I want to Wait. touch on one quick thing. You spent, so when you first met Colin, or like when you were adventuring with Colin, pre, you know, before the show came along, you spent seven weeks straight in Newfoundland? Yeah, I got extra time <laughs> off. I, I, took, uh, I took some extra time because he asked me, and I went from one lodge to another. Okay. Each week. Just filming? Newfoundland and Labrador. We did, we did Newfoundland, then we flew over to Labrador and did that. And, oh, amazing. Uh, um, I'm lucky. I, but you know what? I was never more sick of turkey dinners in my life. Because every <laughs> week I got a full turkey dinner. That's I, awesome. I've never even been a big fan of it. I'd rather have a ham at Christmas time rather than a turkey. But hey, yeah, absolutely. I feel it. Absolutely. Feed you well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure. Oh, that's really cool. So the I guess the the casting and the 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 fly casting instruction predated the new fly yes, fisher. Yes, okay, yes, cool. Because I. I, I was teaching before I'm with, with through John Volk's shop and and I wanted the credentials to go along with what I was claiming I could do in teaching. So I went first got certified first. Yeah. And then four years later, um, I went and got my masters in two thousand. That's cool. Oh, and, right on. Uh, Rick and I got our masters together. Oh wow. Yeah. And then Rick took it a little farther. He went with the two handed stuff. I never I never got the bug like like he did uh, i had two-handed. a two-handed rod i know how to cast it but yeah it's not my favorite you know yeah it's just you know I, I don't have that bug but a lot of guys do and more power to them yeah yeah lots of anglers picked up the uh 
the spay yeah. thing, you know, in a big way. Yeah, I, now, I use a switch rod for steelhead. Yeah. But okay, I yeah. nymph with it. Right. I like a long rod nymphing. Yeah, 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 totally. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, yeah the switch rod's becoming a, a favorite of mine. Um, mm-hmm. FF, uh, where did you go to get FFI certified? Did that happen in Canada? I'm trying to. It, it happened have... in Michigan. In both, Michigan, both places yeah. were down at, uh, at Scientific Angler. It was a, 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 a guy, Bruce Richards, was one of the board of governors. He was okay. he was the the line designer at Scientific Anglers. Oh, cool. And so my first one, they had a fountain in front of Scientific Anglers, and I did my uh, my test right there on the, on the pool on the fountain. Oh. And uh, <laughs> and then and then uh, when I wanted my masters, you have to have two guys. And um, I, for the world of me, I can't think of the other fellow's name was, but he was in. He was really stickler. Oh man, he was a stickler for back loops. <laughs> Everything oh, yeah. you want to see, tiny back loops. Oh, yeah. So okay. you know, it, it took me uh, two times to do it. The first time I I, I, I didn't quite make it, and yeah. Bruce told me where I where I need to improve, and I went back. And six months later, I went back and uh, and was able to pass. So Rick Rick did too. Yeah. So to get FFF certified, they're basically just paying. Like, are they just watching your form and like taking points? No, they're, they're, there's a test, and actually, there's a written test. Okay. Uh, an oral test where they, they fire questions at you, yeah. and uh, and it's like situations. What would you do here? Da 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 da. Yeah. Um, what's the diameter of uh, uh, a, a normal uh, tapered needle? Okay. 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 That 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 at, at the that type section. of stuff. Yeah. That and, is uh, awesome. I would love to yeah. do that just to see how bad I would do. I would but do then, so bad. The, the, the certification just to be a, a teacher isn't yeah. nearly as, as tough as the masters. Because with right. being a master, you have the uh, privilege of testing other people. And Rick and I tested a lot of people back in the yeah. early part of the century. Then I got away from it, and, and I, I, I just didn't have time for everything. So yeah, 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 for sure. But sure. I wanted the credentials. Getting back to what you, why you asked, why did I get yep. certified? I wanted the credentials to go along because I was teaching a lot of people back then. Right. And mm-hmm. I just thought, if, for my schools, if I have the credentials, people will come to my schools. Yeah, well, and they'll, and they'll leave with like a more informed, you know, ca- yeah. like professionally taught casting. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're if that's what they're after, which is super cool. Um, yeah, I've always like been curious about FFF, like casting instruction and being certified, like how that works. That's that's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, just so, just go on the site there, and and I think there's even a copy of what you the performance oh, sweet. that you got to do. Okay, well, although we're gonna ask each other that after this <laughs> um, <laughs> and see, see who can do. win. Um, <laughs> that's cool. Okay, so when you started New Fly Fisher, then you were just kind of being sent all over. Can't, was it mainly just Canada, like Canadian no, no, locations? No, the actual first trip I ever went to was Montana. I oh, no way. I, oh, right on. I got to fish all the big rivers there. It was wonderful. <laughs> that must have been, wonderful. yeah, like, yeah. that must have been an awesome experience it to was. be like, first trip, Montana. It's like, what? Yeah, yeah that must have, like, yeah. I went to Utah, Wyoming. Uh, Sweet. Uh, I'm just trying to think. I mean, like all the best places yeah, yeah. to go fly. Short of Idaho, <laughs> I wanted to go to Idaho. I haven't had a chance to go there yet. But uh, but what was it like? I mean, you're just like you know, you're working your at your steel job, and then you're kind of moonlighting as this like fly, you know, angling 
you know, going all over these cool destinations. What was that like? What did that feel like? Well, I was really busy at, at that time because I had, right. I still had to think about making a living and, and yeah. not yeah. only do I go get to go on these excursions, uh, but I also have to, what, what what's called a shot listing. And for the people at home, that just means I look at every clip and I got to write it out on Microsoft Word exactly yep. what happened in that so you can put a script together. I have to do that too. Every show right. that I do, I put a script together for it. And um, that became really busy when I was still working. It's yeah, not so yeah, bad course. now. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's, that's interesting. Uh, uh, and because, you know, we go on shoots, we, um, you know, we've, we've, we produce content for lodges and stuff as well. And, and sometimes we, we find we, we write scripts and obviously when it comes to fishing, that doesn't really go to script usually. So it's, it, it, you know, and then we have well, to the way we go do back, is, is, like go, go back, go back to, you know, yeah. think of yeah. almost like a what journal. What we do is, is, is a little different than what you do. We just, we go and, and, and do our best. And, and if you produce enough fish, yeah. you can make a show. And we do right, so the, the instruction is is also part of our our show. Uh, we 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 go and 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 if you catch enough fish, yeah, you know you can do a show because we do instruction too. Yeah. So you throw it. The way I like to do it is get there, tell where you are, mm -hmm. try to catch a fish right. If if you're lucky enough, you catch a fish right away, mm -hmm. and then another instruction equipment flies we talk about and mm -hmm. then other fish and then you you build it up like that yeah. so the script is put together later we don't other than i have an idea what i'm an idea yeah, yeah, yeah if you're yeah, yeah. still hitting okay i'm gonna i'm gonna have to swing flies or i'm gonna have to indicator fish mm -hmm. so I, I i want i want some tight shots of of the indicator yeah tight shots of me mending the line tight shots yeah of swinging a fly and what you do yeah, yeah, for sure. And they piece it all Do together. Do the GoPro underneath the water and get the fly swinging by, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I just ensure you get all that B-roll and, and yeah. just, you know, yeah. yeah, get your little scavenger hunt of shots yeah. done. Have yeah, you had many uh, moments of outtakes throughout the series and uh, filming? Like, what are some of those <laughs> moments like? Because <laughs> we have uh, a ton. <laughs> some some uh, X-rated uh, <laughs> comments. So uh, I remember... I went to Newfoundland and yep. I fished uh, the Serpentine River, which is probably one of the more beautiful places you're ever going to go to in your life. It's yep. gorgeous. And the fish had been in for a while. And, and one thing about Atlantic salmon fishing is the longer the fish are in there, the less they want to rise and, and hit. Right. And they, you can only take them by skittering a, a fly across the top. They, they don't like you putting a fly down and getting it near the bottom. They want yep. it up the top. I worked all week, and the final day, I hooked into a good fish. I fought it and fought it, and it went into some bushes right on the shore, did a header right into it, and broke off, and I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it on just camera. flipped out so i didn't not thinking about it at all i went back and uh my cameraman who's a, a quite a jokester yeah. he he's there editing shows and he puts that particular clip on <laughs> and all the girls at the office heard me let out all the swear yeah. words and i come in there and the first thing they said to me we thought you were a gentleman we didn't yeah. know you talked about that at all. I went, what are you talking about 
And that's when my cameraman goes, click, and you hear me like, oh, Freaking out. Jeremy. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome, man. And I love like, that. What do you think? I work at a steel yeah. mill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, that's funny. That's, that's, that's really cool. Um, I mean, aside from the obvious of, like, tech, technological advances, uh, how have you seen, you know, like, in cameras or whatnot, like, have you... Like, you, uh, like what am I trying to ask? I'm trying to ask, so what are... What are it, you find it easier to produce a show as the years went along because of the experience you had or, or maybe harder because... No, it was actually easier than before when we had tape. Right? Oh, yeah? Okay. Shot listing was easy. You just run the tape back, fast forward back wherever you wanted right. with clips. And especially uh, when they're in 4K, I have to convert all the, the clips to smaller files. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So my computer will, will, will run them. I don't have a big computer like they have up in Gen Yeah, Core. right. Yeah. You know, I, I, I have a good computer, but not a big one. Like yeah, that. for sure. And so I have to convert it down. Yeah. That takes time. Yeah. yeah. And then click through yeah. and watch all the clips, right? Because yeah. it's just like, yeah, with digital, yeah. you can kind of just film any moment. So you it's just like, like yeah. you can kind of get to overshooting sometimes. Yeah. 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 I bet. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's another thing, you know. Yeah. You know, little 10 seconds there. And you got to watch them because you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Fish fish could rise in that 10 seconds mm -hmm. and you want us want your audience to see that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I know I mentioned we love favorites uh, earlier on and we love asking like, what's your favorite this and that? Uh, I'd love to know what your favorite episode has been doing. If you had to pick one of your episodes as like a, this is the one, what would it be? Well, and it's not an exotic, it, it'll be, Four or five years ago. Okay. Okay. John Volk. Yeah. Steel heading on the soggy. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. I hit it. I hit it exactly right. It had been raining. Yeah. It had gone down to a mist. Yeah. It was cold November. And I, over two day period, I think I hooked into 13 or 14 fish. That's awesome, man. And my Whoa, cameraman was right on. Yeah. Got every hookup was in front the fish were jumping yep. right in front of the camera mm -hmm. it was the best show i ever did that's amazing okay oh, that's awesome well there you I go mean, everybody it was so easy to write yeah and it turned out wonderful um oh some brook trout uh uh i two years ago i uh i fished at um oh shoot i can't think of the name of the lodge but i had dry fly fishing for six and seven pound uh speckled trout. Jeez. Oh my God. Well, that was in Ontario? No, it was in Labrador. Labrador, right. Oh, okay. right on. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was going to be like, well, it's got to be yeah. the Nipigon or somewhere else. <laughs> but it, 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 and and Nipigon has always produced well for me. That's that's a good place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, like I say, my favorite spot to fish is Sault Ste. Marie. Yes. Mm -hmm. okay. In the rapids of the St. Mary's. They've got the longest steelhead run in the, in the, in the province. Uh, you can be the third week of, of June and still be hitting steelhead. It's wild, eh? It's so and wild. I mean, a lot of them. Yeah. And uh, when they finish, then the Atlantic salmon come in. Yeah. Because the water, they're, they're, in, they're in the harbor, mm -hmm. and that hot weather hits, and that water turns over, they head up into the rapids right. by the numbers, and that's in August. Yeah. So you go from that, and then you got pink salmon show up first in, in uh, beginning of September, mm -hmm. and then, then your Chinooks come in, and you, they got a Really, really good run at Coral. Oh, that's cool. Really good run. And they have some uh, resident rainbows there that you can get up eight pounds, nine pounds. Residents. Jeez, eh? Wild fish right there. Yeah. That is cool. 
That is a really and cool feature. And it all starts starts all over again the next spring. So, you know, it's got everything. So you're a migratory fish kind of guy. Oh, that's, I've always been that way. I mind. like big fish. I, I, I like the way they, fly, they, they fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love Atlantic salmon, but I don't get to do that as much as steelhead. Right. But Atlantic salmon is the same thing. You you hook into an Atlantic salmon, you're going to you're, you're gonna remember that for the rest of your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. It's cool. I still have to do it. I still got to do it. I haven't done it. Oh, Atlantic salmon. I know you got you got to get out there, Mitch. <laughs> maybe this maybe this October. You know, I don't know. Yeah, we'll yeah there you go. Um, um it's cool. I, I, this might turn into a bit of a Ontario love fest. Yeah, <laughs> but that's okay. I think. <laughs> I can what, talk about other places. No, too, no, 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 no. No, we love talking, no, we love talking about Ontario. Um, would did you ever find like while you're producing the show like. I guess how did the audience change throughout the like from I guess like when it started to now was it did it is it skewing a lot of Americans or is it a lot of kidney did it start with oh, a lot I'm of I'm better Canadians? known in New York City than I am in Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because we we got on a local channel there a number of years back and people started following. They have ten million people there. Yeah. Wow. So whenever we, we, we used to do the, the trade shows out there in mm-hmm. Boston and then in Somerset, New Jersey, mm-hmm. and I, I, it was, I, I was knocked away by how, how well I was known out there. I, I had no idea wow. that I was that well known in New York City. Yeah. It's just because the airplay, I guess, eh? Like everybody's watching down there. Yeah, everybody's watching yeah. it. And, and, and they're, over the years, all the fly fishing shows, there's very few left. Yeah. Very few. Yeah. No, for right. sure. You know, uh, some people like you, you. You get the YouTubers that that yeah. they they just put a, a GoPro on their hat and yeah. and try to produce that. That's that's fine, and and, and it's and you know, it's it'll satisfy some people, but production value is not there. Yeah. But that we tried to uh, give you the nicest produced uh, show and real fishing. Like I, I show my failures. And we've even had a few shows where we're going to say, just didn't happen for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've had that. You put enough content in and people still appreciate it. For sure. I mean, it's fishing, right? Like, I think it's good yeah. to say, like, sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't yeah. work out, you know, like, or sometimes you hit bad you don't conditions. Catch fish either. Totally. No, you might lose fish. Not. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. I mean, yeah, no, the new Flatfish has been on for, for a long time. Uh, since 2000, I started in 2002. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, that's a long run. Uh, it's a long yeah. run and show, you know? Like, uh, yeah, it's cool. Well, I mean, it's uh, cool. I, I mean, mean, like, it took We outlived a... everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, especially, you know, Outdoor Life Network in Canada anyway, we didn't get the, you know, the Flip Pallor to the Lefty Cray shows, you know? So yeah. it was yeah. awesome. Um, yeah. And you've out lasted flip as well so <laughs> yeah. um yeah. uh yeah no it's, it's cool watching you know the journey of that show and now you know alex parks who's a friend of ours and has been on this show and then she started co-hosting yeah. the show every once in a while like it's cool yeah it's yeah. cool seeing people from the community yeah. from the ontario community anyway like uh represent yeah. i don't know totally it's neat yeah no i you know joe humphreys i've got to know him through mm. the show he's a big fan of yeah. the show <laughs> yeah. you know like that, that's a legend yeah. to me oh yeah a big time legend yeah mm-hmm. um well actually that brings up a good point where did you uh you know maybe it was joe humphreys but are there a few characters from your trips that you you have some unfi- like some you know poignant moments that made you a better angler like can you remember like 
one or two were like, I, well, I filmed here and I never thought of this and I learned way more by doing that show. I had, uh, when I uh, first started learning how to spay cast, I had guys help me there. Um, the guides, certain guides, some of them are, are not good, but others give you great instruction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially Atlantic salmon fishing. I got a lot of help from the guides. Yeah. Because I was green as anything when I first went yeah. there. And they, they, they helped me that way. Um, what I found, uh, no, okay. There's one guy in my life, and I wish he had to live long enough to get him on the show. Uh, you might have heard of him, Ted Knott. He was my mentor. Okay. He was the guy that taught me how to steelhead properly. Yeah. And because I sat and watched him one day, I, I I got I had two fish for the day, and he had like twelve. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm going, what is he doing? So I just sat and watched him. And then I then I approached him, and Ted was such a gentleman. He said, "Oh yeah, I'll help you." And then when I wanted to start casting lessons uh, and and learn how to cast so I could get certified, mm -hmm. he's the one that helped me the most. That's cool. And so, he was Ted was a wonderful. wonderful Ted was guy. an angler just down here in Southern Ontario. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. But he was, he also taught fly fishing at Mohawk College. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. That's super yeah. rad. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Teaching fly fishing yeah. at college. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I wish they had that when we were younger. Yeah, for sure. Mm. <laughs> um, so are you fishing these days, Bill? Like what's the, what's like the next kind of thing for you fishing wise these days? I'm, I, 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 I went Atlantic salmon fishing this year and we did some preseason bass where I got a seven pounder. Holy nice. shit. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's a huge fish. Yeah, it, it was, it was that, it was that holy, you know? Uh, yeah. Um, and, and, um, I did, oh, I, uh, I did, uh, friends of the grand on the, on the grand river and we got into some big fish there. I didn't. My guides did, and my partner did. That was a, I got stockies, little stockies. Yep. These guys, they hooked into some big, big fish. So seems like it was it was nice, right in Fergus. So. Nice, yeah, yeah, it seems like a big fish year on the Grand River. You know, a lot of guides we know as well are having a are their clients and them. They're having a, a wicked year on the Grand. Yeah, because the crowds aren't there no more. Right. On the Grand, eh? People, yeah. the, the fair weather fishermen, they, you know, or the fishermen that wants to catch. 10 fish a day he's not getting them there so he goes to a stock pond and that's that's the way he, he wants to do it right it's only the the true diehards that are staying and uh, and 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 properly releasing fish without hurting them and, yeah yeah it, it pays out right it's like these waves of anglers like some one year it's busy and then next year it's not that kind of thing is that kind of how you've seen the yeah. rivers down here over yeah, the years yeah 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 yeah, because you were, I mean, you were fishing these rivers, you know, a long time ago. What was it like back then compared to now? In the, in the 70s, when I fished a big head, <laughs> they had steelhead runs like salmon runs, Crazy. where they're all over the place. You could walk across them almost. Jeez. Because oh, they, they did, there was this mass stocking program in the Great Lakes. Yeah. Along with um, Splake. <clears throat> And the splake used to run up the rivers too, so that's how we got started. Oh, that's started. interesting. That's really cool. And it was it was crazy good, and you didn't have the people, right? Mm -hmm. 
You just didn't have the people. When I first started fishing the Grand River in the late 80s, yeah. Rick and I would be going there. We, we'd maybe see one or two anglers for the whole day. Yeah. yeah. Not like that no more. But, yeah. yeah. But that's the way it is. Uh, these places get better known. Yeah. And, and really, it, it's not such a bad thing. You go find another place uh, because... I, I'm of the opinion that a river without friends is a river dead. So totally. You got you, you got to you got to put up with it, and you got to take care of it, and uh, that's just the way it is. So. And hopefully, over time, people just develop better etiquette, you know, and maybe more people on the river is yeah. not such a big deal because it's like if you show up and there's like a bunch of people there, and then you leave, and if everyone had that same mentality, that, that, that's you know? the one thing about yeah, yeah. that's one thing about the Grand River mm. when when you're fishing there. Anybody that I've ever had come around, me, yeah. Always say, uh, do you mind if I go behind you yeah. and and fish up That's here, cool. or, or you know, can I fish over? Yeah, no problem. Yeah, ask me. You can fish beside me. I don't care. Yeah. Just don't come in and crowd me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no. I think things are going to change for the better, and they. I feel like they kind of already are. Like, I don't know. My experiences on rivers, like people are, people are usually like pretty pretty good with with to me. Like you know, I mean, sometimes maybe you see people that are. I don't know, doing something that you're like, I don't know. Or, you know, of <laughs> course the province still faces all kinds of problems with things like poaching and maybe not enough conservation yeah. officers and things like that. But, you know, I mean, that's always been the case. Yeah. yeah I mean, maybe that's and something that's got to change, yeah. you know, like, yeah. Budgets, budgets are being cut all the time. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, yeah, it's way what you got to live with. Yeah. So I just, the only thing I care about is I don't care about any method anybody uses to fish as long as they're, they, they follow the rules. Yeah, yeah, and respect the fish it's, and the fishery. If you follow, I don't care. You know, yeah. don't over, don't you know, take more in your limit. Yeah, don't snag fish. That's the big one in the fall. Yeah, you know? yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. The fall, yeah. we definitely see so, a lot of problems in the fall. I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, it's just yeah. about the migra- well, migration. People see the migrating salmon and they just lose it. They just can't help. They it. just lose so, their minds. They yeah. go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, seeing that I know it's August now and kind of weird to start thinking about it, I don't really want to think about it getting colder quite yet, but seeing as it, this show comes out September 15th and we're yeah. probably starting to think about Steelhead. Oh, Bill, yeah. Bill, how do you, oh, yeah. you love Steelhead. How the do you, rain that we're having today is going gonna, is gonna to help the rivers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big true. Time. You guys, you're in Toronto. You get yeah. the same rain as me. It's pouring yeah. in Hamilton right now. Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah. It's actually been a good pre- precipitation year in general. Like everything's green. Yeah. Nothing hasn't yeah. really gone. Yeah, we'll have really a good fall. We'll have oh, a good yeah. fall. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm how excited. do you? How do you? Mm. Aside from tying flies, like uh, what do you like doing? Or like what are your favorite ways to get? Like, how do you prepare for your steelhead season? Like are there? Uh, you know, you know. I generally read everybody else's box, <laughs> fly box. Yeah. <laughs> Because they, they always got interesting patterns. They go, well, let me try that one. You know, you know, and, and they do the same amount. I'll open my box up. And go, what do you want? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, all, we, we exchange like that. Uh, the tying, um, I, I, I'm not as active as I used to be tying. I used to do the, the, the full dress salmon flies at one time. But yeah. Oh, wow. I just, well, part of it is I have Parkinson's disease and that. Right. Uh, Right. That that really limits to what you can do. I can tie an egg pattern. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I that's all I care about in the spring. In the spring and the fall. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. What Tiny else do you need? Patterns. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Steelhead. 
I'm, I'm excited, excited, man. I'm, I'm excited. excited I, I've, I've recently, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the big, big head. It's been a, a river I've just really fell in love with in the past two or three years, you know, because mm-hmm. you've been fishing the credit and the grand and it's just such a special place yeah. out there. Yeah. 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 And, and, and the beaver too, further up in, 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 uh, by the ski resorts and that, mm-hmm. uh, before September 30th, there is some really, really outstanding water up there. Yep. Outstanding water up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, right, right, right by, um, I'm trying to think of the name of the ski resort that's right, Blue Mountain. Yep. Right across the street from Blue Mountain, there, the Beaver River is there. You can, you can access the river there. It's public land. Go fish there. You, you're going you're gonna to be pleasantly surprised at the size of the brown trout. There, there you go. You heard yeah. it here first. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. What a great, um, yeah, what a great area that is. It's so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bill, looking back uh, at the show and stuff like that, and, you know, is there anything you would have done differently, like in retrospect or, um, or not? Not really. Uh, the opportunity that I've been, I've been given by Colin is just, I've appreciated it every day. Yeah. I've learned a pile of things. Like, like I said, I'm, I don't have a, a university education, but yeah. I, I can write a script. Yeah. That's awesome. For television. Yeah. Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> that's well, awesome, man. Yeah. I'm uh, I, I'm I'm a, a, a steel worker that, you know, I'm not dumb, but I, you know, that's all I, I did. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I learned that over the years. Um, have I made mistakes? Hmm. Coming on the show? <laughs> not in my fishing, not in my fishing <laughs> career. In my life, I, like everybody else, you make mistakes, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I've been pretty happy with with things the way they've turned out. In the twenty years or twenty one almost years that I've been doing the show, mm-hmm. I think I've had three. Yeah, that I couldn't put up because there was no fish and it was just really bad. Yeah, right. Three and not all that time. That's pretty amazing. Um, That's not bad at I all. I generally managed to pull it out on the last day or something like that. Yeah, uh, there was one place I went. It was bass fishing and. And we had front after front after front go through, and then and anybody that knows bass fishing, that's just a bad thing for bass. Oh, yeah. Until the last day, and I found a hump with a bunch of fish on it, and I made the show. I was able to get enough for the show. Yeah. So, but like I like I said, I've I've been pretty lucky. Yeah. Um. Where. Hmm. I'm just trying to think. Oh, I mean, I, I, it's cool. I've just enjoyed about everywhere I've gone. Yeah. Uh, I, I, something unique about everywhere. Yeah. Uh, pike fishing. People don't appreciate pike fishing. My goodness. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's the best. Go up to Nipigan, Nipigan, Lake Nipigan. I did a week of, of pike fishing there. I never got a fish under 35 inches. Mm-hmm. Not one. The average was 40, 42 inches. Average. It's crazy. Man. I'm not kidding. I've got, I've got it on film. <laughs> so sick. Nipigan Lake Nipigan. I, I never knew that. Yeah, it's a huge lake. You got you got to get a guide for it because uh, you if you don't know the lake, you can. Yeah, it's it, formidable. It, it's it can be dangerous, up. right? Yeah, it, it's up and down all over, and you got to know where where the the lanes are. Yeah, and uh, but wow, we went out and camped on an island, so we didn't even have the bugs, didn't have to worry about bears or anything like that. Yeah, and uh, right across from the island was this this lagoon type of bay. Full of pike. That's so cool, man. We also got uh, a bunch of brook trout, speckled trout. uh, They got big ones there. Yeah. And then we had the show 
uh, done in three days and we were there for five, I spent the next two days trolling around for lake trout with the guy had downriggers on, on his on his big boat. And we had, I hadn't done that in years. And I, I enjoyed myself thoroughly. Yeah, that's Got cool. Got like a 20, 22-pounder. Yeah. It was cool. <laughs> that's Super awesome. It was really cool. I hadn't done that. Now, I don't want a steady diet of that, but that was fun. <laughs> I hadn't done it since Rick and I used to do it years ago. Yeah. It's cool what things in life can do when you just kind of embrace them. Like something like fly fishing yeah. had you learning how to write scripts and it's taking you on yeah. all these cool adventures, you know, like, yeah. uh, what, what does it kind of like represent to you now fly fishing? And I guess, you know, there's been different stages in your life at this point. What does it kind of like mean to you? Um, you know, um, it's been a huge part of my life. I mean, mm -hmm. a huge part of my life and I'm lucky to have a wife that understands. Yeah. Um, she, she doesn't stand in the way at all of anything I do. She's proud of me being on TV and that. So, yeah. um, that, that helps. Um, yeah, I'm just extremely proud of what, what, what I've done over the years. Extremely proud of the show. Yeah. Uh, how it, if you, if you look at the original shows that we did in the beginning to what we do now, it's night and day and you're going, wow, did we ever learn a lot over the years. Yeah. And, uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah, yeah, you should Colin's be. Colin's been the driving force of that. Now, now uh, we have another partner in Mark Melnick. Yeah, Mark is one of the best fishermen I've ever fished with. Oh yeah, he's got so much knowledge for being young. Oh, that's cool. He really does. Yeah, we we gotta talk to Mark sometime too. But I mean, you yeah, guys, yeah, yeah you, you totally should Mark, be proud. Mark would be another good one. You should yeah. be proud of what you've done because it's uh, it's it's super cool. It's no small feat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's. Awesome. I've been lucky. I've, I've been able to li live a rich man's life without being rich. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. There <laughs> we go. That. Um, okay, well, Bill, we're at that point in the show where we've got five more questions left. Uh, it's the same five <laughs> questions we ask every guest. It's a little segment we call Mitchie's Fishies Five. Because um, there's five questions, and, there's and his five. name is Mitch. That's right. <laughs> it's just like that. We don't overthink things here. <laughs> uh, okay, so they're just kind of more general fly fishing questions, and the first one we're going to ask you is, if you had to pick a favorite fish, uh, what would it be and why? What is your favorite yeah, steel. I knew you were going to say steel. steel. I mean, <laughs> steel. What about steelhead? Yeah, what about them? And, and, and it's not even netting the fish and, and, and seeing the fish. Yeah. It's the first initial when you set the hook and yeah. then the rod goes, woo, 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 <laughs> and then you see the fish come out of the water. That's it for me, right? There. Yeah. That is just it for me. It's a good point. There's nothing yeah. quite like that first uh, run of that steelhead, you know? Them. <laughs> love them. And it that's just, what yeah. I cut my teeth on was steelhead. So, yeah, I, they've always. Nothing it's gets you going like hooking fish. a steelhead when when it's like when the fishing's kind of slow and you finally hook yeah. one and it's just like yeah. game over. You're, you're down <laughs> up until you hook that fish and then you're walking on on air. You know? Totally. Oh yeah, this is a great day. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. yeah, completely changes the day. Yeah, I love that. That's great. Um, okay, if you could fish anywhere in the world right now, assuming it's going to be the best fishing ever, where would you go and why? Anywhere in the world. Hmm. Wow, Chile. Chile, nice. Okay. Uh, fishing in the Andes. Uh, oh, dang. Was, yeah, I, uh, they've got some majorly big brown trout down there, and they also have, believe it or not, rivers that have Atlantic salmon in them. Really? Really? I never knew that at all. Never yeah, that's that, what they do. Hmm, that's uh, interesting. But Man. the brown trout fishing there, and, and they get beetles like that big patch, <laughs> yeah. and the brown trout eat them. Oh, and and so you're you're fishing Chernobyl ants this big, 
That's so top. cool. What? And fish are coming out and eating it. It's just <laughs> that's amazing. Blows me away. Like rapalicized yeah. flies for fish in yeah, the Andes. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chile, Patagonia area. Uh, it just it was beautiful. It's beautiful. Nice, wonderful people. Warm. Um, everywhere you want, they, they want to feed you lamb. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. So it was, it was cool. It was really cool. I that that I go back for. I can dig that. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like an yeah. adventure, you know. Yeah. Um, okay, number three is what is one of your best or favorite fishing memories? If you had to pick a favorite fishing memory, what would you pick from the vault of all the memories? Which I'm sure there's a lot of good fishing memories. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in. Uh, Labrador at Flowers River, which is the northernmost scheduled river in Labrador. Mm -hmm. I was fishing a softer rod and I was having a real time trying to to get to the fish. What had happened, we saw it as we were coming up in the canoes, a bear had crossed right where the the run was. Okay. Pushed all the fish over to the one side. Yeah. So I... uh, I'm trying to get it, and I'm coming up five, ten feet short every time, and there was a rising fish, and this fish was rising. I went back to the to the my boat, and I had another uh, a spare rod, and it was and it was uh, it was just a cheap rod, but it was stiffer, and I threw that on with a, a different line, and uh, my first cast. I put the dry fly there, and the camera was up tight on the fly when the fish went like that. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and it was it was a twenty pound Atlantic salmon. Dang, that, Jesus, that, awesome. that remains that remain remains in my memory for a long, long time. Yeah, I can see why that. Would That's be... probably my 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 highlight. Um, yeah, yeah, and along with dry fly fishing for brook trout. Oh yep. my goodness. Yeah, yeah, in Labrador. Oh, wow, wow, yeah, wow, yeah. wow. Tons yeah. of fish, tons of action, beautiful yeah. fish, beautiful place. But there, there's, there's so many fish that, you know, I love smallmouth fishing. I love pike fishing. Yeah. Muskie, I'm not crazy about because uh, people think that they're such a, a, a hardy fish. They're not. They're, if you don't handle if you don't handle a, a muskie right, they die yeah. real quick. Right. And, and, and the fight is generally, now you might get a couple leaps, but it's generally short. Right. You come in, not like a pike. A pike will run, 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 put you in your back and before you know it. Yeah. So that's, that's, interesting. that's my opinion. People, it's just my opinion. I like that. I like that uh, hot take. That's good. No, I, no, it's I, good. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, that and I don't know. I've, pike are just so much more agreeable. <laughs> and everywhere. And if, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're going to eat fish, eat a pike because they are delicious. Tasty, yeah, they yeah. are delicious. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Every bit as good as walleye, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Every bit. Yeah. 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 Okay. I love that. I love that. It's a good fish of memory. Uh, okay. Number four. We kind of talked about this a little bit, but like, why do you fly fish? Like, what keeps you going out there again and again to do it apart from a show? <laughs> I just, uh, I, I got the fishing bug when I was a teenager. Yeah. And it, and it just never went away. It got stronger and stronger and stronger. To this day, I get excited if something comes up and grabs my fly. Mm. I, I and I land the fish. I, I I I get the chills. I just still to this day. 
Now, I don't have the drive I used to have to be out in the river 24-7. Sure. I choose my time. Now, I've learned some wisdom over the years. Yeah. There's a lot of times you're wasting your time. Yeah. Come back in an hour or two hours or maybe tomorrow, you know, yeah. you've had too much rain. You look at the conditions, you know, yeah. that. Whereas when I was younger, I didn't, I just wanted to fish. Yeah. Yeah. You just be out there all the time. Yeah. 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 yeah it's like that unwavering excitement, you know, like yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. It just like never goes away. Yeah. And I'm a little more cautious now because uh, you get to my age, you go for a few more swims and other guys sure. do. <laughs> right. Yeah, and sure. swimming isn't fun when it's cold. No <laughs> way. Definitely nope. not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. That's great. Uh, okay, the last Mitch's Vicious Five, number five, uh, is what fly pattern represents you best and why? If you were a fly, <laughs> what would you be? Which fly Prince pattern? Nymph. Prince, Prince Nymph. Nymph. Nice. Prince okay. I love that. Okay, Prince why? Nymph. Why? What's What about a the Prince Nymph? Prince Nymph has caught me more fish yeah. in my career than any other fly. Uh Princeton. Yeah. Just, they're, they're an all around great fly. Uh, I have them in right from size 20 to size six. Yep. You know, and all everywhere in between. So you, you just got to pick it and fit. All fish seem to like it. Yep. Man. You can, you can swing it. You can indicator fish with it. You can, um, Euro fish with it. You can do it all. Yeah. Prince nymph is just there. I love it, man. Yeah, it's a good looking fly too. You know, like it's a oh, classic. Yeah. It's a classic pattern. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. I like it. I love it. That's it. That's Mitch's Fishies Five, and that's that's like the show, man. I mean, that's the uh, show, Bill. Bill, it's been like a oh, blast just getting the yeah, pick your brain and hear about you know the show and your perspective on fishing and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, we hope you've enjoyed it as well, and you know. Talking oh, fishing's I do, been yeah. good. This has been fun. This has been fun, guys. I'd do it again for you, no problem. Oh, right, <laughs> huh? man. No problem. Yeah. yeah, sometime uh, in person, maybe we'll, uh, we'll get Actually, Colin. I got your email. I'll, I'll, I'll put you in contact with John Valk, and I'll put yeah. you in contact with Mark. That'd be oh, awesome. Yeah, that'd be yeah. great. Yeah, we'd love to have them on the show, and yeah, it would be absolutely. awesome if one yeah. day we could even share the water together. That'd be super fun. Yeah. yeah. It'd be wonderful, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Bill, I mean, I think most people know where to find the show, but, um, you know, if uh, you want to let uh, our listeners know where to find the new Fly Fisher. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, if you go to our website, uh, newflyfisher.com, it'll it'll tell you every uh, station we're on. But we're still on uh, PBS. We're on uh, the Outdoor Channel. Um, but mostly, uh, like yourself, it's YouTube. Yeah. Yep. Go to our YouTube, uh, uh, New Fly Fisher YouTube. Yeah. Sign up, and every show I think from season three on. Okay. Is there? there you you can find everything you want. I've been watching the old shows. Yeah, <laughs> more than yeah. the new ones. I'm like, it's. I think yeah, it's a nostalgia thing. Do you see the ones before? Is great. There, I had some like, when I was in, in Montana when I had dark beard and I had hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah there's it, something man. like uh, there's a, a a fun little romantic quality to those early shows that I really really like. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. Totally. It reminds me of like when I started fly fishing. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's yeah. a warmness to it. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, great. Yeah. I love that. Well, well, Bill, thanks again. Yeah, man, much appreciate you coming on and taking the time tonight to uh, to chat. Well, we hope you have a, a great rest of your summer, and uh, and yeah, thank you. Thanks a lot. I enjoyed it. Yeah. All right, man. Take care. All right. Take care. Take care. 
Today's show is brought to you in part by Chums. You know, Chums, the company that makes those can't live without them straps that keep your sunglasses on your melon. Believe it or not, Chums has been around for 40 years, making top-notch outdoor accessories for all the guides, river rats, and weekend warriors out there. Chums got their start in southern Utah back in 1983, when a guide on the Colorado River invented their now-famous original cotton eyewear retainer. Chums still makes many of its products in Utah, and everything they produce is designed to help you hang on to the gear you value most. Head to chums.com to explore a wide range of products, including wallets, roll-top dry bags, waste packs, dry sacks for your phone, and of course, glasses, retainers, and all kinds of wicked styles. Every time we hit the water, Chums is right there with us in the form of amazing gear, which means we never have to worry about our sunglasses or phones sinking to the murky depths of the waters we love to fish. Head to chums.com to check out their their full lineup of outdoor accessories. That's chums.com. Best fishing story ever with John Clip. So it's uh, it's coming to mid-September now, and uh, I've been thinking about this uh, this memory more and more as steelhead season starts in southern Ontario. Um, uh, this is, uh, a memory I only just, uh, I guess had last year last, it would have been January, 2023, uh, right at the beginning. Um, it was on a river here, not too far from Toronto. Um, I guess e- even if it's a best fishing story ever, I probably shouldn't spot burn. Right. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's near Toronto. It's one of the rivers that everybody fishes for for the migratory rainbows, um, and it's a river that I do not catch shit on. Uh, I've I've probably fished it twenty five times last year, putting like you know twelve hour days in, and nothing. Um, everybody I know catches fish there. I'm not a particularly good steelheader, but uh, yeah, I do terribly on this river. I go because everybody I know catches fish. So I'm there. It's December. I've probably been out 12 times already that year or, you know, that season or earlier on in the, um, uh, in the fall and winter. And, um, I had bought a, uh, a spay rod. I'm not a good spay caster. been learning to do that. I figure, you know, if I'm going to be out there not catching fish, might as well be, uh, uh, flailing, flailing around, uh, with a 13 foot rod at least. Um, so I'm there and basically my, um, my spay casting, uh, uh, philosophy at this point is every cast, I'm going to try and make like an 150 foot bomb and how far it actually goes is entirely dependent on, on the moment. So I'm just launching these things hoping that the anchor lands in the right place and hoping this line will go out. And uh, it almost never does, but I've been there, oh, it's probably um, 11 in the morning um, uh, on this uh, January, I think it was like January 7th or something. Um, and uh, I've just been launching these casts out, half of them are, you know, landing in crazy piles, um, barely even fishing. Um, I, I turn the bend and there's this beautiful kind of L pool. And there's a willow right over the bend and a deep pocket right right in the corner where the river turns. And I'm thinking there's got to be, I mean, I've also literally thought that at every single bend in the river, there's got to be a fish there. So I uh, do my little 
snap tee, the anchor just catches perfectly, and I blast this cast right into the willow. Like, I probably overshot into the bank 20 feet. So my fly's up in this willow, and uh, at this point, I've lost probably six flies. I'm not, I'm not breaking this off. I, I don't care if I'm trudging through the pool. I'm going to get my fly. So trudge through the pool, grab this willow branch. I'm kind of in waist-deep water, yanking on this willow branch, trying to get my fly back. Eventually, do that thing where, you know, you grab the branch and you shimmy it towards you. I uh, finally get the fly within arm's reach, and I notice there's a second fly. Somebody's done exactly what I've done. They probably had a little bit more uh, wherewithal, and they, you know, broke their line and didn't blow the pool up, but um, I'm there, and I figure, well, at least I'm coming out of this with a free fly. This is uh, uh, it's kind of an uh, intruder-style fly, you know, black. Um, uh, I find out later it's uh, one of Greg Senyo's uh, AI, so flashy purple, blue tinsel, black, um, black hackle, probably about three and a half inches long. It's kind of chartreuse um, uh, yarn butt at the end of the fly and a, a trailer hook. And this hook is in good shape, so this must have, you know, this guy must have lost his, or whoever lost their fly uh, recently. Anyways, pull my fly out, pull this new fly out, and I figure, well, I gotta tie it on. You know, this is, I'm not a, a superstitious guy, but I, this is, this fly, you know, made itself uh, uh, available to me. So I tie it on. Obviously, I'm standing in the middle of the pool. That one's shot. Go walk to the next spot. And um, yeah, after, after, probably 12 days of the season pop this fly on same thing this time it's a terrible cast this thing goes out like 35 feet with a 13 foot rod that's not that's not much but um i'm at my next hole probably an hour later do this you know garbage cast fly comes swings around that's what i like about swinging too you know any any bad cast can turn into a swing um and uh I see something. I'm following, you know, I can see my fly in the water. It's got all this tinsel on it, and I just see, see a flash. It looks like uh, a fish about, I don't know, eight, eight, ten inches long comes up. And just, I, I didn't feel anything in the line, but I just, I saw a flash. So I figure, okay, well, that's the only thing I've seen all day. That's actually the only thing I've seen in, in 12 trips so far on this river. So I do the same thing. I don't see anything. Another cast, same spot, 35 feet, not shooting any line. This fly comes across and a uh, fish comes up and grabs it. And it is way bigger than the eight inches that I saw. I think what I saw was just the, the kind of uh, uh, elliptical shape of its head. I thought that was a whole fish, but it's a uh, uh, fish comes up, grabs it. Mind you, this is, you know, ice cold uh, January water on this river. So uh, the fish, the, the, the fight was, was pretty uh, uh, tame uh, considering the size of this fish, but it turned out to be uh, an Atlantic, uh, well, a landlocked Atlantic uh, coming out of Lake Ontario up on this uh, river. That's the the only fish I've ever caught there, and um, yeah, it's just such a such an incredible memory. I feel like you know you always remember the ones the ones that you really work for. Those days where you catch uh, you know nine, uh, you can't remember what's what, but uh, but that one really really had an impression on me and um yeah that's the only the only atlantic i've ever caught still and um the only fish i've ever caught on that river i'm john clip and that's my best fishing story ever
Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. That was Bill. That's awesome. That was That's Bill. That's host number two from the new Fly Fisher. That was Bill. Check. And, uh, and also somebody's best fishing story ever, which we'll see who goes there. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, what a great fishing story from whoever that was. Honestly, it was incredible. Incredible. Maybe the best one we've had yet. Yeah, I like how much he talked about the big head. Like, it really is still a special. I mean, I know you can't walk across the water on the backs of steelhead, but it still gets a pretty psycho run. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. Like, I mean, I've had a 10-fish day there. Well, there's lots of rivers around here in upstate New York that are awesome and, you know, like, worth exploring. I think it was um, something Bill hit on that was cool. was like, if you're an angler here in Ontario or anywhere, really, Go out and explore other rivers. He's like, oh, when the Grand's busy, like it pushes me off to find new places and explore new rivers. And it's like, that's how you're going to find spots. I know you can listen to the show and sometimes you'll hear us be like, the Big Head's awesome. And like, we will. Like, we've <laughs> never really been anglers to like gatekeep, uh, you know, river names for people. And we won't. We're not going to do that. But also, I don't know. There might be like, there's probably a bunch of rivers we don't know about that there are people that are like, I'm not telling anyone. And the only way to go find them is to go explore. And you're probably going to find rivers that have maybe 70s style big head runs. So, yeah, you know, it's a cool point. Like, go explore. And and that's kind of... Well, especially, you know, like, if you... Sorry, I cut you off. No. It's kind of what? I was just going to say it's kind of fun. No, it's like kind of like a part of fly fishing is just like the whole exploration of it, right? So... 100%. Yeah. Okay, so uh, it's... Um, September, September 15th. 15th. Yeah, fall is like kind of uh, here pretty much. Yeah, in two days, I'm going to be heading into the Lady Evelyn River system it's once exciting. again yeah. uh, with Matt Martin. That's going to be fun to go with Matt. With the Tomogamy Outfitting. Um, I'm excited for Matt to see it. Uh, I, I know he's going to have a blast. Oh, yeah. For people that don't know, Matt Martin is smooth river, river guiding. Go. But Matt was on a wilderness survival show yeah. earlier this year. And so, you know, this is really going to... Um, What's the show he, called again? It was. Uh, oh God! Um, it I was, watched it. I watched the episode. I know. I watched it too. It like it rained about, the whole time, and they were foraging. It miserable. And, yeah. yeah th- he was so backcountry guides were partnered with chefs. Yeah. And they had to go make a meal in the woods, and it was a cooking competition show. Yeah. But also a slightly a survival show. Yeah, because it's they had way. to forage for all their ingredients and survive and stuff. Now all of our meals are poor Matt barbecue. Man. Matt had like a cold, he said, and it was raining the whole time. I'm like, dang. Uh, and he's still. And the Pacific Northwest, too, which is like rain yeah. central. And he still, you know, did a great job. It was a good little. Mm-hmm. I, I like that show. Yeah. Same. Um, but yeah, so I know Matt's going to love, Yeah. Uh, you know, fishing. And, and I was going to say cooking in the backcountry, but all of our meals are prepped for us by Tomogamy Outfitting. So. Sorry, Matt. There are some lobsters around. So if he wants to, you know. Lobsters. Some, Sorry, lobster mushrooms. Oh. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? That's, a, that's like peak time for lobster mushrooms. And, 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 you know, if he wants to forage some lobster mushrooms... And he probably will. Add, add them as an accoutrement to one of the meals. I, I don't... Know. I hope that Matt knows. I hope that he's that... You know, he's a good forager, but... He was on a TV show. I know, but mushrooms, bro. Dude, lobsters are so easy to identify. Are you sure? Because there's also the poison lobsters. Are there? They look exactly the same, brother. Really? I don't know. <laughs> I, I know. I know you don't know. You I don't know. Full of shit. I am. Um, I'm FOS. Okay, so that's Oops. happening. What else is What else is happening? Well, you know, we've got, if it's the 15th, that means we've got 15 days until trout closes. Sad. So get out there. Yeah. Mitch, what are you going to do? Are you Or are you just like, you've got steelhead brain? Um, 
I've got steelhead f- brain. Are you fi- are you filing your your hooks? And I, I I don't know. I don't know what spay anglers do. <laughs> yeah, I'm like s- I'm tying my worm flies. That's what I'm doing. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm definitely getting my steelhead bag ready, and making sure that I've got all the leaders I need, all the uh, single hooks, single barbless hooks, and tube flies galore. And uh, I'm preparing because we're gonna steelhead this fall, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm excited. And for you fall. know what's different about this year's steelheading? What's that? We've got. The boat, uh, which boat. we've got to reveal who the winner of the name is, and we haven't picked it yet. So maybe we do that. Um, hmm, when should we do that? Maybe we just do that on maybe social. We already, maybe we already did it. Maybe we already did it. It's the funny thing about doing these shows <laughs> in the future. Can I, okay, well, but you know what? Well, wait. Because we're we can decide what? right now, brother. If this is coming out September fifteenth, you want to decide right now? Head brother? on over to our Instagram page because today. September 15th, we're deciding who the winner of the boat name is. How about that? Sure. Um, yeah. And then we uh, can deliberate a little po- bit longer. Let me pull up the, sure, let me pull up the post. Oh, wait, do you, you want to decide right now? No, I think we just put it on Instagram. So go to our Instagram. Instagram is at the SoFly Crew on Instagram, and you will see in our post and our stories who won the name of the new green uh, raft that we bought. Because we're naming this thing. And there were so many good names that came through. Can I do some yeah, of my favorites? Yeah. There was so many. So, Rhett Schober of, of Tulum of fame. Yeah. Uh, Author of Fly Fishing the Yucatan. That's right. Awesome dude. <clears throat> yeah. The Mean Green Stream Machine, <laughs> uh, which I love because I love, uh, you know, rhyming and alliteration. Sure. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to mention your brother because he mentioned it in... <laughs> Yeah, and then laughed at his own comment. And laughed at his own joke. <laughs> Anita Towel. Because the boat's wet. I had to ask uh, him, like, what do you mean? He's like, I've yeah, always Anita wanted to name a boat man. Anita Towel. Like Nick, Anita, the like, guy who bought the boat with us, <laughs> said Kermit because it's green and it floats. So that makes sense. Boring. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, Nick. Thanks for the four grand. Um, yeah, Anita Towel, man. That's the winner, Ben. Nicely no done. No way, man. <laughs> Nicely done, brother, Ben. I did like a, I did like a few people said the Green Drake, but I like the Mercer Drake Braden said... Wait. The Green Drake. What? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. A few people mentioned Green Drake is a good name. Great but name. I, 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 thought, I thought Mercer Braden put a reason to it, and that's because it was an homage to the Ottawa days at the fly shop. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is... I like that a lot. Yeah. Also, it's just... um, Yeah, it's a great name. And also, yeah, an homage to the... I used to love going to that fly store when I was a kid. Like, oh, my thanks, dad, man. When my dad was like, hey, we're going to go to the Green Drake... I'm like, can we can we go to the Green Drake? He's like, sure, whatever. We'd go, and uh, you'd start to see the signs for Parkdale or Parkdale Street there. And uh, oh man, looking at all. I'm the... sorry if I ever served you. You didn't. That's the thing. Oh, thank God. <laughs> at least I don't think you did. Like maybe you did, but I, I could have. Man, I looked a lot different back then. I was 16. I know, but wouldn't we have remembered each other slightly? Like, you know what I mean? No, it's dumb. We should have been friends. It doesn't make any sense. You know, I remember Mikey, something or other. Can't remember his last name. Mitchell Roberts actually had some bangers. Okay, what are Mitchell Roberts? What what are they dropping? Well, we got? the Green Machine. Yes, of course. Fabulous. Of course, Fabulous. Of course Salmon Fly. Yep. Uh, Floaty McFloatface. Ooh, the Green Highlander. <laughs> green Highlander. Floaty McFloatface is brilliant. Drifty McDriftface. What? <laughs> um, the Drag Filled Drift, which I think is pretty funny because. If you saw me rowing it on the first day, it was definitely an absolute disaster. I don't know uh, if there was Floaty McFloatface yep. and Drifty McDriftface. Yep. 
which is pretty funny. Um, awesome. And then uh, we did get the green machine a couple times, which, you know, that's not a bad. Not bad, not bad, not bad. bad. Safe. Yeah. Safe. Yeah. My personal favorite uh, is Tom Rosenfloater. Okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> which I, th- I I incorrectly, when I was telling you about this in the diner, I thought. The, Floats and Bower. I thought, I thought at I am Kevin Barnes. Yeah. Um, you said, said Tom, Tom Floatzenbauer, <laughs> which yeah. Rosenfloater and Floatzenbauer are both pretty funny. Tom Rosenfloater <laughs> is so sick. It's so sick. But yeah, we'll. Uh, we'll I don't do know. Rev- but then also Nick um, had uh, uh, Nicholas Roman had uh, the Green Bastard, which is of course Bubble from Trailer Park Boys wrestling persona, which mm-hmm. is friggin' mint. Because we can just put GB and duct tape and black on the, duct tape on the, on the side, on the side. Which is pretty funny. The green bastard is so good. I know. I do love Trailer Park but Boys. But Tom Rosenfloater. Or float, Floats. <laughs> or Floats and Bauer. <laughs> or whatever it is. It was pretty good. Honestly, thanks well, gonna, everybody for giving me. Thanks, names. everybody. That was a super fun and, kind of uh, thing. And, yeah, super fun. And the creativity was just off the chain. Um, and, of course, oh, Ben... Ben Wise with So Float. You know, we heard So Float a couple times, actually. A couple um, times. So, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, thank one, you, everybody. One said So Dry, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> so Dry is pretty good. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. head over to our Instagram, So Flight Crew, uh, and you'll see the winner. And, and we'll uh, reveal. Yeah. Although at this point, it's been like a month and a half since we asked, so people are probably like, where the f- Nobody <laughs> cares anymore. But if they do, they're going to find it on our feed. And uh, thank you. Um yeah. Oh, also, uh, oh, we got to give away. We said we would give away on this show uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. some, like a prize Body. for somebody, uh, for people giving us reviews uh, yeah, for the right. podcast. And we said we would do it on this show. But um, I don't know if it's been enough time because the episode's August 15th today, just for everybody listening. Okay. And so what I'm saying is that the podcast where we said that came out today. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know if there's been a review yet. I mean, maybe we have to do this on the next episode. I think that's what we do. We just save it for the next episode. Um, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. You can always add it as a little addendum. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. At what? the start of the show, you could be like, hey, we asked you guys for reviews. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, hey, if you're listening, we're going to reveal the next episode. Uh, which is going to be uh, October. I think we 1st. do a monthly giveaway. That's what I think we should do. I think so, I think so too. I totally agree. October first is the. I think uh, like on the first of every month, we should reveal the previous month's winner. Yeah, 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 one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So and we could do that on socials too. Yeah, and so this is going to start October first. And uh, I know we said September fifteenth, but yeah, but hey, this is another it's... opportunity to go give us a review, please, on uh, iTunes please, or Spotify or bro, something. Please. And uh, you'll be entered to win something from us. Um, So we're going to do that every month. Um, One of my favorite reviews on uh, on us was two stars. And someone said, think Nelk Boys meet fly fishing. I don't even know what Nelk Boys is. Uh, But thanks for the two Two stars. stars? That's good. Yeah, it's better than one. And it's also better than no stars. So go give us some stars. Um, Be as many as you want. It can be as many as you want. It's out of two, right? It's out of two. (laughs) <laughs> um, go give us some stars and we'll enter you in to win some stuff uh, yeah and 
yeah, what else we got going on? I think that's kind of it. It's kind of it, man, except for steelhead prep. Yeah. Yeah. We hope everybody's listening is having a, a nice September? season and a nice September and, and is getting excited for fall as well. Um, again, send us in your stories from the fishing season. Uh, we always like to hear them. Info yeah, get those last trout moments in. And, uh, and yeah. you know what? Should we start re- I feel like if we start reading yeah, maybe a few fishing stories or something from guests. Sure. Maybe yeah. more people will send us some stories. Well, that's what we're saying. Send us your stuff and we'll read them. Yeah, we're not just going to like read them ourselves. We'll read them on the air, baby. Also, if you want to um, have the best fishing, your best fishing story ever featured, that's a good segue in the show. Info at SoFly.ca. Send us uh, your best fishing story ever and we could feature it in the show. We'll record with you. It's like 10 minutes long to record and then we'll edit it and put it in the episode. So, or, uh, episode. So, yeah. Send us your best fishing story ever. Make that the subject line. Send us some of the points in your story and we could feature you. Info. I saw flat out to Yeah. Um, cool. We were just in Ottawa. So I just want to say shout out again to Brown Girl Outdoor World and um, all the uh, the fine uh, fine folks we met with on the river to spend a little afternoon fly fishing in Ottawa, which was fun because we haven't been there in forever. Uh, fishing well, I mean, we've never fished there together. Two of us. Yeah, we got to do that more. That was super fun. Mississippi um, was sick. Yeah, thanks to, uh, yeah, BJW Ottawa. has There's an Ottawa chapter now. Yeah. For those listening that might want to get involved, um, yeah. keep your eyes peeled there. You got uh, M.A. and uh, Yolande, the sw- the sisters. Yep. They're leading the charge in, in Ottawa, which is awesome. And um, I know Demisha's pr- super proud, and it was a fun day. Totally. It's awesome that... You know, as BGW's Bill said, we were battling fronts, so the fishing wasn't so good for the smallies. But we did manage one or two. Yeah, yeah, no, we did, and it was you know what? Everybody had so much fun. Like it was really cool at the end of the day. Like um, everybody was just like, "Ah, man, I was looking forward to this. Like it was a blast." I was just like, "That's the kind of energy I need in my life." You know, like just people that are positive and and down to just fish and just like have fun doing it. Like it was cool. It was awesome to to get to do that. So. Yeah, Jamisha, thanks for having us. And uh, and good luck with the Ottawa chapter. I think that's awesome. And yeah, to your yeah. point, if you're in Ottawa, BGOW is open there. Yeah. yeah. And actually, you know what? While we were there too, I got to fish with Matt from the Ottawa Fly, Fly Fishing, Fishing Society. The OFFS. Yeah. <laughs> Fly Fishing loves an acronym. Yeah. Ottawa Fly Fishing Society. That's been, they've been around for, for AFs. Forever. And I uh, know Matt's trying to, they've got 90 members, which is pretty cool. And they're always trying, they're, I think he's trying to um, uh, get a younger group went in, Not that it went anywhere, but like revitalize um, maybe a community in Ottawa. Because yeah. like we said, we both worked in fly shops in Ottawa. Those don't exist anymore. Yeah. And, you know, it might feel like if you're in Ottawa that there aren't people fly fishing, but I promise you that there are, and there are other people like you. And, yeah. And, you know, it's actually a hotbed for the competition community. Yeah. Colin Huff's out there, and Evo's out there. And yeah. And there's, a, you know, there, there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, in, and Colin uh, McEwen lives, lives out there. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a lot of like people that are pretty big in the fly fishing industry that live in Ottawa, and I don't think uh, we'll be back soon, too, won't we? Although we're moving back. Hell yeah. there. Yeah. I guess all I'm trying to say is like, you're not alone. <laughs> yeah. And I know Matt's trying to revitalize that. And now BGOW Ottawa is another, you know, resource out there. So 
You know, if you're in Ottawa, it's happening. We're, and it's, we're moving back. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Me and you. We're buying a house together. We are? On the Mississippi. And our listeners are going to name it. <laughs> and here we go. You're going to win a SoFly t-shirt if you name our house. Um, Tom Hausenbauer. <laughs> it's just always that. <laughs> I love that. Uh, sweet. Okay, well, everybody... Thanks for listening, and uh, we appreciate y'all um, listening to the Very show. Very much so. Yeah, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. And jeez, um, I mean, like, what else? This is, there is to the say? first. You know we love you. This is the first episode yeah. of the next 150. Wow! Did you think we? Did you ever think we'd make it to 151? Well, it's kind of interesting. You like listen to Bill talking about, you know, mm-hmm. the show. His, you know, their show has been around since. Yeah, 20, 2002 or something, yeah. You know, 23 years. It's like, well, we're six years in, seven yep. years in. Yeah. Could you imagine you have to know me for another, another 20 years. 13 years? 13. At least. At least. I was thinking we go like, we go beyond 20 well, years. Well, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, the goal is just for SoFly forever. Yeah. Let's go to like, I, I want like, 2000 episodes and we're like, like yeah we're like what's your favorite we just, one of us dies <laughs> one of us just dies on air <laughs> how did you get into flop <laughs> mitchy's well, fish we made three <laughs> mitch wake up oh sorry sorry sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah we'll see we'll see i mean yeah it's cool. it's cool it's cool it's cool when like uh, yeah i love it I mean, Yilma will be like 90, 100 years old by then. Like, I know. He'll somehow be balder. <laughs> He'll somehow be balder. Um, Yilma, you, should, you know, you're not here. I don't know what to tell you. Like, you can't uh, you can't defend yourself. Um, yeah, I love making fun of people when they're not around. <laughs> hey, man. Um, hey, nice hat on your wall there, bud. Yeah, I know. It's pretty cool. Eh? We got our uh, coup de tay hats on here. Um, I love it. Well, yes, everybody... Thank you for listening. We appreciate you very much. And, uh, and uh, yeah, we'll see you soon at some SoFly event, uh, hopefully. Hopefully, it'll come out when we do the next one, which I'm sure it is coming up. Um, but, yeah, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Bill, thanks for coming on the show. Um, mm-hmm. Colin, if you did the best fishing story ever, thank you for that. And uh, <laughs> if not, whoever did, we love you. That's it for me, Mitch, Aldo. That's it for me as well. Thank you so much as thank you so much (laughs) (laughs) alrighty thanks for listening take care we gonna say it oh comb your hair (laughs) (laughs) you can find all of our content at sofly.ca reach out via email by sending your questions or comments to info at sofly.ca find us on instagram at the sofly crew thanks for listening 